and your family more so we can all be at our very best. Only Eggland's best. Here's Howie Long for Skechers ArchFit Shoes. If you've never tried ArchFit Shoes from Skechers, you're missing out on next level comfort. Saying you like comfort but not trying ArchFit is like saying you like Italian food but you've never tried pasta. Skechers teamed up with podiatrists who used over 20 years of data to create a shoe that provides total foot and arch support for all day comfort. ArchFit distributes support across the arch no matter what foot type you have. You don't need an arch problem to love how they feel. See all the styles of machine washable ArchFit Shoes now at Skechers.com. As a pro, you got what it takes to do your job. But for some jobs, it's good to know you can rent what it takes from the Home Depot. Like pro-grade tools and large equipment. Everything from skid steer loaders and concrete saws to paint sprayers. The kind of gear you need when you need it, only when you need it. And when you're done, just bring it back. For the pro-grade tools you need to finish the job, start with a click on homedepot.com slash rent. Home Depot, how doers get more done. Clothing that makes a statement turns out to be an issue at a polling place in the South. A poll worker at a community center in Memphis, Tennessee has been fired after turning away early voters who were wearing Black Lives Matter and I Can't Breathe t-shirts. Tennessee law bans voters from wearing items with the name of a candidate or political party on them in a polling place, but not clothing bearing statements such as Black Lives Matter. The Shelby County Election Commission says the poll worker felt such statements are tied to the Democratic Party. Jim Crisula, CBS News. Turkey farmers have a problem on their hands. Too many big birds. Hi, Elmo. Not What's that big bird, but all the jumbo-sized turkeys they've raised for Thanksgiving this year. <laughs> Washington Post points out the pandemic will interrupt 50 years of steadily increasing turkey consumption, with experts advising not to invite the extended family for a holiday meal. Deborah Rodriguez, CBS News. We've all heard it. Eat healthy. But what does eating healthy mean? Sure, there are countless diets out there, but they contradict each other. Yet all experts agree we should eat a diet rich in fruits and vegetables. Whole fruits and vegetables are the perfect fuel to power the cells in your body, giving you the stamina you need to handle your day-to-day -day activities. And that's what Balance of Nature is. Whole fruits and vegetables delivered to you in a convenient capsule form for only 22 cents a serving. Our proprietary blend has no additives or fillers, just the full nutritional value of a variety of 31 different fruits and vegetables. Balance of Nature provides you with a natural energy boost without a caffeine crash, a 3 o'clock slump, or an early bedtime. Experience the Balance of Nature difference for yourself by going to balanceofnature.com or by calling 1-800-2468-751 and use discount code FRUITS. Start your mornings with Scott Daly from 6 to 12. Hop on the party line from 9 to 10. Join Sky Hope on Classic Caravan from 4 to 6 p.m. And listen into the sports fan at 6.06 on Classic Hits 970 and 97.1 FM WATH. When there's something strange looking under your bed, who are you going to call? Dustbusters! Athens Dustbusters are a licensed, bonded, husband and wife team that offer up top-of-the-line janitorial services at great prices, and they serve commercial and residences across Southeast Ohio. As the seasons change, don't worry about the cleanup. Call Athens Dustbusters at 740-541-7113 for a free quote. But don't just take our word about the Athens Dustbusters. Hi, I'm Sam. And I'm John. And we're Athens Dustbusters, and we will bust your dust. Hi, I'm Vivica Fox. For more than 100 years, American Humane has been rescuing 
animals during hurricanes, floods, and wildfires. But Mother Nature isn't the only danger animals face. Sometimes it's human nature. Every year, six million animals are abandoned and more than a million are euthanized. You can be a hero to animals in need of rescue and adoption at AmericanHumane.org. The Athens Messenger provides interesting local news, keeps you entertained and informed, but what else? It empowers you by providing information to make the best possible decisions about life, community, and government issues. It supports democracy by providing facts to make informed decisions and keeps transparency in our community. It keeps the First Amendment alive. The Athens Messenger, your local trusted news source. Not a subscriber? Visit our website at AthensMessenger.com or call 740-592-6612, extension 1, to subscribe. Fairhope celebrates life. If you're facing an end-of-life situation, Fairhope Hospice and Palliative Care. It is never too soon to call. Fairhope is here to listen. You don't have to face it alone. Fairhope cares for your loved one where they live. Or, during times of stress, the Pickering House is a serene setting providing relief for the patient. To learn more about Fairhope's care from the heart, please call 1-800-994-7077. Fairhope Hospice, we celebrate life. In our 70th year of service to Southeast Ohio, AM 61 degrees outside, and um, it may get another notch or two warmer as the day goes on, but tomorrow and Friday, all in the mid to upper 70s. Yeah, boy. But today at Tuesday, it is the 20th day of October. And, uh, golly, what a day. I-N-E-P-T. Oh, yeah? Tech. Well, Two, four, six, I guess we can do it right now. Appreciate oysters, oysters, raw, raw, raw. Yeah. <laughs> Why not? No, 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 stop. Let's, uh, let's see here. He's resetting something. And, uh... We'll get it eventually here. Um, look, you know the, you know how computers are, right? You, surely you folks have problems with them once in a while too. Anyway, uh, now I'm completely uh, flustered. Let's see here. So I was saying it's October twentieth, right? I think I did. That's the two hundred and ninety-fourth day of this year. Which, uh, if you're doing the math, it's 72 days remaining. Our highlight in history, we could go back to the year of uh, 1973. In the so-called Saturday Night Massacre, where Watergate prosecutor Archibald Cox was dismissed, and Attorney General um, Elliot uh, Richardson 
and Deputy Attorney General William uh, Ruckelhaus resigned. Well, that was a messy period. Yeah. Let's see here. What else can we pull out of here? Um, in 1936, Helen Keller's teacher, Ann Sullivan Macy, died in Forest Hills, New York, at the age of 70. In 1803, on this date, the U.S. Senate ratified the Louisiana Purchase. All sorts of things. Let's see here. All sorts of accidents on this date, but we'll just pass those by. Um, let's see, birthdays. I guess we can do that. Well, I'm reading here. <laughs> I can't find one I even know yet. Uh, mercy. This is not the way to start the show, is it? Oh, here we go. Democratic Vice Presidential nominee Kamala Harris is 56 today. Well, I found one. I'm not kidding. There's, there's not, that was the only one I recognized of the whole bunch. Well, this has been an odd day already. I, I tell you, I have driven to Columbus and back already this morning and uh, went through a lot of rain, uh, at times very heavy, I might add. And, um, Let's see here. That's um, October 20th. Today is National Youth Confidence Day. National Brandied Fruit Day. National Pharmacy Technician Day. And Pro-Life Day of Silent Solidarity. All right. More stuff in history. Here we go. In the year 1097 on this date, the first crusaders arrive in Antioch during the first crusade. Year 1603 on this date, Chinese uprising in the Philippines fails after 23,000 were killed. Eighteen oh three, the U.S. Senate, uh, well, well, we did that one, the Louisiana Purchase. That was on another report I had in front of me. 1864, here we go. U.S. President Abraham Lincoln formally establishes Thanksgiving as a national holiday. 
How are you doing here? I'm loading our turret. Yeah, okay, but I mean, is it... Uh, I, have I, I played the intro by accident already. Did you? Yeah. How'd it sound? It auto-started. Oh, it shouldn't have. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> you sound good? Uh, I guess. Let's see here. 1935, communist forces end their long march at uh, Yan in uh, Shanxi, uh, China. Uh, in doing so, that brought uh, Mao Zedong to uh, prominence. Well, we're just kind of uh, biding time here. I want to have a conversation, but you're busy. Um, you figure it out? Yep. Okay. All set. Good. Well, let's, um, let's uh, talk about some of these guys here. Okay. Bela Lugosi. Lugosi. Um, I tell you what, for some reason or other, I suppose it's because of Halloween. <laughs> there seems to be an awful lot of, of horror movies yeah. on. And let me get your mic going now that you're back. Okay. Good morning. Good morning. Here we go. Just and do um, a little schedule upgrade there. When I look at this picture of Bella Lugosi. See if this re reminds you anything. He... Count Dracula. Yeah, now, I was going to say, he has a certain look to him that goes along even in his regular picture without a costume on or anything. He just, in a coat and tie. <laughs> he looks like he could be Count Dracula. And I guess he was. He wants to suck your blood. So, uh, he was born in 1882, died in 1956 on this date. Okay, here's one I'll have some trouble pronouncing. I think it's Jomo, J-O-M-O, Kenyatta. Sounds good. K-E-N-Y-A-T-T-A. -T -T he was a Kenyan anti-colonial activist and politician who governed Kenya as its prime minister from 1963 to 64, then as its very first president. From 64 until his death in 1978. On this date? Yes. Born in 1891. He was born, yes, on this date. Oh. Yes, I have it backwards. Yes. I tell you, folks. Um, Ain't it fun trying to do it on the fly? <laughs> <laughs> Okay, James Chaddick. Ch no, Chadwick. Um, C-H-A-D-W-I-C-K. James Chadwick. Sir James Chadwick. That'll give you a hint right there. He was a British physicist who was awarded the 1935 Nobel Prize in Physics for his discovery of the neutron in 1932. In well, 1941, he, he wrote the final draft of the MAUD report, which inspired the U.S. government 
to begin serious atomic bomb research efforts. Hmm. Born on this date in 1891, died in 1974. Yes. Mickey Mantle was born on this date in 1931. He died in 1995. Now, what about famous deaths on this date? Herbert Hoover, former president, right? Yes. Born in 1874, died in 1964. <coughs> there we go. Well, um, I'll, I'll, I'll tell you what's been going on. Okay, just do it. So, um, uh, as you folks know, we have, um, between Pat and myself, three kids. Um, Jackie, who is here in Athens, and Nick, who is in Athens sometimes. <laughs> anyway, anyway. Um, and then um, Paul is my stepson, and he fit right in between the two of mine, right? Um... It's been quite a while, like over a year since Pat has had a chance to visit our California family, which is Paul and uh, Brianna and Kanye V and Cole. And um, so she had a very early flight this morning. And um, she sent me a, f a picture a moment ago think. Let me see if I can find it here. Well, she must have sent it to my email because I f it was on my computer a few moments ago in back in my office. But she's wearing, uh, you know, she's on the plane. She has uh, the mask and then um, the facial covering that's clear and all those sort of things. Um, so we uh, left about um, four this morning, I guess. And uh, she's en route to uh, Dallas-Fort Worth and then she'll change planes and go on into... Um, Oh, shucks. Um, cow, a famous cowboy. Um, Gene Autry? John, John Wayne. John Wayne. Wayne uh, Airport there. <laughs> Both of them are. Yeah. And um, so that's what's going on right now. So uh, I got here uh, just a, a few minutes before the show was to begin this morning. And, uh, you know, I was amazed how much traffic there was at 4 in the morning. I don't understand. Crazy, isn't it? I'm surprised at how much there is early in the morning at times, too. Yeah. I'm like, where are these people going? Are they going home from, you know, the third shift? Or are they heading out in the morning? 
or probably both. Well, it was really heavy traffic yeah. uh, up in Columbus. And um, and then, you know, it was dark and very wet, raining rather hard. Uh, interesting trip. Well, COVID. Let's... Uh, do our typical update on a free-for-all like this. All right. Athens, and I heard uh, River giving some of these statistics also during the news this morning as I was driving. Uh, Athens now has 1,157 cases. 254 of them are active, which is to say 817 are recovered. Of the 254 active cases, 39 are being hospitalized, okay? Um, now, that's Athens. What about the state of Ohio? As of yesterday at 2 p.m., 183,624 cases. Thirty-five hundred and sixty-one, so three thousand five hundred and sixty-one are in ICU. Thirteen thousand six hundred and eleven are not in ICU, but they're in the hospital. Um, I think that ten thousand three hundred and forty are recovering at home. The, uh, let's see here, cases, new cases, yeah, okay. Um, the median age, we haven't mentioned that for a while, but the median age is 40. And it, for the state of Ohio, 52% uh, of the cases have been female, 47% male. And then the good figure is how many has recovered so far. Remember, we were talking about 183,000 that have had uh, either had or or are cases. 151,037 have recovered. Now, what about the deaths? We didn't give that figure. 5,075. The, the day before, 5,067. So an increase of 8, right? Um, the United States. Again, as of yesterday, 8 million 
190,930 cases. The uh, number of deaths, 219,541. So, um, the death rate, 2.68% of those who caught it. Um, and the world, that'd be our last figure, last uh, grouping. Cases as of yesterday, 40,186,016. Death rate worldwide, 1,115,521. Yeah. All right. Now, Scott, let's talk about some sports. Okay. I don't have a thing in front of me. World Series begins tonight at 7.30 on Fox TV, regular Fox channel. Where are they playing? They are playing at uh, Globe Life Park, which is the home of the Texas Rangers. MLB had this set up uh, before the season even started that the playoff games, the championship division championship series, and also the league championship series would be played at neutral parks. So they have utilized uh, there, also uh, San Diego's stadium. I think it's Petco Park and uh, at Texas Arlington there, uh, too. So the World Series will be played there. It, again, is the home of the Texas Rangers uh, in Arlington, Texas. Are they allowing any yes. attendance? Yes, they are. They're allowing capacity. And uh, the players have said how much they enjoy that, too, how much they've missed it. I'll bet. And are glad to hear the fans back in attendance. Now, the Dodgers played their uh, previous two series there, I believe. Now, the last series, which was a best of seven, which went to full seven games against the Atlanta Braves. What a good series that was. That was fun to watch. Uh, The Dodgers win the series with a home run in the seventh inning, eighth inning, I think it was. And uh, so they move on to the World Series. They will take on the Tampa Bay Rays, which won the American League Championship as they defeated the New York Yankees on the way to defeating the Houston Astros in seven games. That was another great series to watch. So, uh, I'm I'm hung up on this attendance. Okay. Are they going to um, restrict it to like 10%? Oh, yeah, there is a restriction. I'm not sure of the percentage. Um, but something like that. Yeah, it's okay. it's a a lot of players refer. They use the word cavernous stadium there at uh, Globe Life Park. That they say it is one of the biggest stadiums they can remember playing in. Mm-hmm. It's just you know huge. You know they you know how they say the motto in Texas they do things big in Texas. Well, that stadium is big indeed, and it's right near. Uh, um, 
AT&T Stadium too, where the Dallas Cowboys play. So they've got a they've got like a sports metroplex right in that area. So it's it's a neat area there in Arlington. But uh, yeah, the Dodgers and Tampa Bay Rays will take the field tonight. First pitch, uh, I think seven forty. Pre-game at seven thirty. So that should be interesting. A lot of good pitching on both teams, and a lot of good hitting on both teams as well. But uh, Tampa, uh, excuse me, the Dodgers were down three to one in that series with um, Atlanta. Atlanta just had to win one more game, and the Dodgers won three straight to pull it off. And uh, Tampa Bay just, boy, they just flicked the New York Yankees aside like they were like a fly on your table there or something. And then they they took the Astros to seven games and won that one too. So uh, two good pitchers going tonight. So the World Series. The World Series. It's underway tonight. Now, yes. um, let's talk about um, Ohio University. Okay. Now, is it this weekend that we have our first? It is not. Ohio State begins this weekend, this Saturday at noon. Okay. Ohio University begins the following Saturday. Okay. And that first game's away, right? Correct. Yes. No. Now the Buckeyes are they playing at home? This yes, they are. They're okay. playing in the Horseshoe Ohio Stadium against Nebraska, and uh, TV coverage on Fox, the regular Fox channel again. Uh, and right here, you know, we're, we cover all the Buckeyes too. We do. Yes, we are an affiliate of the Ohio State Buckeye Sports Network. Uh, so pregame will be at ten thirty, I believe, on Saturday morning, right here at nine seventy WADH and ninety seven point one. FN, so FM, so tune in to uh, Paul Keels and Jim Lachey with all the live action of Big Ten football finally appearing this Saturday. I think Paul Keels is pretty good. Paul Keels is really good. Yes. Now, um, that's that's um, will will the stadium there be a restricted? Yes, they will allow fans, but only a percentage again. So. Okay. I think what they're doing is right around the 20 to 25% capacity, which you know the capacity of Ohio Stadium, which is about 110, 115,000. Now with the additions on with the permanent seating they did a few years ago. Mm-hmm. So anywhere from uh, you know 20 to 30,000 people will, will be allowed. I'm wondering how they're going to do that with so many season ticket holders there. Yeah. Someone's not going to be happy. Well, I remember receiving a phone call from the Bobcat office saying, you know, well, um, we're not going to have football. What do you want to do with your um, tickets you bought? You know, we can uh, give you a credit, let it carry forward to next year, or we can... Um, refund it or or you can put it into uh, other sports and stuff like that or you can give us a gift um, but now as it turns out we're going to have some football yes but no fans will be permitted none whatsoever none okay correct at Mac games now at Ohio State games um, I'm seeing an article here that uh, it's 
just not spectators who, you know, are going to be permitted uh, in the game. But uh, tailgating apparently is also going to be banned. That, the same thing with Ohio University football. Mm-hmm. Uh, no tailgating permitted there. Uh, so, you know, it's it's obviously a different, different season, different look, different feel. Folks, um, you're familiar with the the term streaming. Um, we have um, uh, both of our stations. This one you're listening to, in our FM Power 105, are streamed. That is to say, on your telephone or computer or whatever, uh, you can listen to us anytime. Now, um, in the case of of the Bobcats and the Buckeyes, they have agreements with certain marketing firms, and so they tell us we're not allowed to stream those. Uh, you have to, I guess, pay for it and do it through the uh, their supplier. Which, um, in fact, I think w- the two schools have the same company. It's uh, Learfield College IMG. Yes. Um, but let's take high school for example. Okay. Uh, we've been doing some high school games. Yes. And again, they're limiting who can attend severely. And it is really interesting to see those our streaming data. Uh, we will have extremely large numbers. Huge. Of of listeners. And you know that data can also be traced down to where from where the listener is even i mean to the point of saying um arlington texas yep or bogota (laughs) or wherever (laughs) las cruces new mexico right so (laughs) the interesting thing is you know many times even when we haven't had covid we have this vast audience listening to our high school games and we, i gotta figure it's grandparents and you know what i mean alumni people who are following their you know a family member playing ball uh, but they're not here or they go in person right yeah kind of interesting stuff. yeah yeah it is a lot of people listening in no doubt I just found an update here on Ohio State's game. Okay. Apparently, they're not going to be permitting fans, with the exception of family. Okay. So, no band. No band, either. No band, no fans, uh, only family. And that was uh, reported uh, early yesterday morning. Fans are not permitted, um, obviously, because of pandemic. Uh, mm-hmm. Tailgating banned. And uh, so, yeah, going to be... A, lot different feel there in the horseshoe fans uh, no re- fans no band nothing I was um, you know I grew up in Columbus 
Worthington to be exact. And uh, in fact, I remember the old airport terminal, which still stands. Um, at the very back, this be north, let's see, east, southeast corner of the whole complex, the Port Columbus. Or, um, let's see, what do they call it now? John Glenn International, right? Yes. But um, this morning, you know, we've heard so many reports about how the airlines are hurting because people are having to be so they're just so concerned about traveling and so on in the COVID and all um, you know I'm not at the airport too many times at 5 or 6 in the morning but um, it looked kind of normal to me <laughs> <laughs> um, I I I expected to, it to be less busy than it was. Really interesting. Well, let's go to our phones here. Uh, good morning. Good morning. Uh, just a curious listener. You talk about your season tickets. If you can reveal what are what's the cost of something like a season ticket? For well, it depends you know. on where you sit, of course. Mm-hmm. Um. I'm thinking uh, we're members of the Bobcat Club, and that's built into that. So I, I, I really can't answer that honestly. I, it's, it's been so many years since I looked over all the data. Scott, do you have any hunch? Um, depend, yeah, depending on where you sit. You can get them. Uh, they've got packages there for a, a typical home season. You know, which is five games. Is you can get them as low as season tickets for forty bucks for the entire season. For the Bobcat Club, you know, they consider a lot of those a donation. You know, they're upwards of uh, three and four hundred dollars a season. Yeah. Well, anyway, um, I didn't know they had them as low as forty, but still yeah. for a season. Um, but I guess we answered your question. You you did. Um, on your news channel, you folks share with your audience, which we really appreciate out here in the public arena, uh, you've heard the concerns raised by some people probably locally, I'm not sure, I imagine they will be, especially with people like our director of our health department, the, the criticism for Dr. Fauci, who's been doing this for decades. Um, what do you think about that? I think it's lousy. Thank you. <laughs> you know, it's a voice of reason that, you know, that would be like having negative things about a doctor that you've had for decades and who has uh, treated your family well and saved your life and those kinds of things. It's such a shame that we put a, a scientist um, reputation, and I don't know if it was, I think it was on your news channel, I don't know if you talked about it or not, but the death threats that are going to his family and to him. Uh, it's outrageous as a, as a citizen in this country. I'm thinking, I don't think in my lifetime I've ever heard that kind of thing before. And uh-huh. I personally think that's kind of dangerous because, after all, we had that uh, governor in Michigan, and I think there was one over in, what was it, North Carolina, wherever it was over there across the Atlantic area. Um, 
information about kidnapping a governor. Yeah, there's, the world. you know, uh, yes, I understand what you're saying. It's, um, it's unfortunate, very unfortunate. Uh, I think uh, Dr. Fauci um, is a um, pretty sharp guy. Um, and, but the, um, it just didn't work out. You know, two, you got two very, um, a, a very strong personality in the president and he has his beliefs and they're contrary to some of the others. So. Well, you're being gentle. I'm trying, yeah. I know you are, but I mean it, it's, it's. He, he, it's like there's a term for that. I forget which uh, uh, some kind of a whistle, dog whistle. A dog whistle is the term, I guess, out in the public arena. Um, when you blow your dog whistle, people who you may not know are listening to you, and that's how they're acting. They're acting out your dog whistle to go and to attack somebody, and it's not your fault. In other words, if somebody killed him, I don't have any blood on my hands. I was just, you know, talking ridiculously. But you do have blood on your hands when you do that. And, uh, you know, we all have high regards for our own uh, personal health department people. And uh, uh, they, they, they care about the public and, and the public beyond Athens. And it's just a shame this has gotten out of the scientific arena. And um, I don't know. I, I think it's dangerous talk. It's no more dangerous than we had in the, in the 30s and so on. That we're, We didn't act during... Uh, the whole Hitler thing either until it was at our shores and I think that um, we are reluctant to say anything to speak out so I just thought I was wondering what you all thought and thanks for sharing the well that's that's you know I'm just expressing my opinion right um which is valuable I guess but (laughs) you're so modest the thing (laughs) I just want to have our government have some class and it's it's I don't know what's more to say okay well you know we can't we but can't I, I, well, the press is guilty of it too the, I mean Trump 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 I'm that bothers me with no end he what is do you mean a, the press you mean what did I say you said the press that's what I meant Okay, you'll tell us what you mean then. No, no, no. I, I mean, yes, the press, the media. Um, I, I don't recall in previous. Uh, of course, I've only been around seventy years, but during my previous lifetime in news and the media and that sort of thing, I don't recall us referring to a president as last name. Um, with the bitterness and the, I mean, there's, uh, you know, a lot of this he, is because pr- of that internet you know, thing. I don't, I'm not saying I like the guy. I'm not saying I hate the guy. I'm saying he is our president and he should be called our president until something changes. And so I, it bothers me the way, um, Things have changed recently in in that sense. 
I just want to get back to being a classy government. Oh well, I don't well, know what I'm saying. Maybe from, I'm tired. From, from, from <laughs> your from your words to the to the public airways, but I think a lot of this is because of these uh, social networks. They're very great for a lot of people. Mm. I'm sure you like them, and, and no. your uh, co-host likes them. But sometimes, you know, we're I don't have time for all of that. But we are getting lost in in a lot of that. And a lot of it's underground. I've, there's a term out there in the public arena of, of languages, but there's a term for that, this, this underground stuff where you can't see and people talk to each other. And, and I think these, uh, mm -hmm. uh, Facebook, I don't know all the network things out there, but they're start, starting to... Uh, um, restrict. Restrict people. And, you know, you're not a censor, and most people in the press don't want to be censored. But on the other hand, when you get this dangerous stuff that... Uh, People don't know, but the authorities can't get into these sites. That's why we're having some of this stuff, and none of it's, uh, very little of it, if any of it, is really factual. And that's the damaging thing, that you know, we, we need to deal with facts with this pandemic. After all, this pandemic, you can't control it, I can't, you know, we're just trying to get people to understand that. And I know you don't like, and a lot of other folks don't like, and I don't, no one wants to be forced into wearing a mask, but at this point, that's the only thing that's going to really keep that virus, which your, your program, your news programs have often informed us, this can stay on the surface for a period of time, longer than we thought. And, uh, you know, the, the mask will, will be helpful to people who have compromising uh, immune systems and things like that. That will keep them alive longer. I got you. Anyway, thank you very much, and you thank bet. you both for being eloquent uh, people on the air and Gary, thank you so much. Okay, thank, thank you. you. Bye. Take care. Um, yeah. Um, all right. Well, I think that's a. Uh, you know, when we started the show today, we had uh, by accident the uh, beginning of the Art Turf show. Let's uh, let's do it now. Do okay. The teaser. <laughs> I guess so. I-N-E-B-T-E-N-F-T-E-C-T-2468 Who do we appreciate? Oysters! Oysters! Raw! 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 Coach Turf, we're bringing our fans up to date now. Your team is now 0-7 on the season and 0-3 in the conference after that 79-7 loss at TNT last weekend. But one of the bright spots of the season had to be early in the game when your team scored its first touchdown of the year. Well, Trot, you know, we're always looking for bright spots in the ball game, and, uh, and you're right, it was a bright spot. We did get ourselves our first touchdown of the season. I'm real proud of that, but I'm even more prouder of the way we got that touchdown. You know, I'm sure we went in there to TNT, and they was expecting to just clobber us all over the place right from the start, and we didn't. Our boys showed their poise. They cleared themselves well out there on the football field. I am real proud of that fact. And we took the football first time we had it. We marched right down the field. Our quarterback, 12, 13. 12 had his finest series of the season. He was handing off to Shorty Summers. He was handing off to Half Pine Hines. He was handing off to Foxhole Fogarty. Boy, we got from the ROTC Department special for this game. He was whipping short passes out to the sideline to good old Needles Northern. We had a drive where we was balanced in our attack between running plays and passing plays. We went right down the field. We had the ball for, I believe, 19 plays, and we went down and scored ourselves a touchdown. And the offense was clicking like a well-oiled machine. Not only that, they was doing good. 
After that, though, things must have gone a little bit downhill. Well, it's a, it's a good thing that we used all them plays uh, at, at the first, because if we'd only had the ball two, three, four plays like we generally do, that would have given them a whole lot more opportunities to score points, and they would have scored even more than they'd done. Of course, they did score, what was it, I believe 79, 79, 79 right. points. I lost count. You know, any time they go by 50, I just I lose count after that. And I'll be back with more from Coach Turf right after we pause for this message. And brought to you by Steak and Shake. Coach Turf, you were telling me that TNT had a powerful offensive attack, especially with their sweep plays, their mind sweep left and mind sweep right. That's right, and uh, they worked. They worked good. You know, uh, anytime your uh, opponent scores 79 points, they bound to use something that works. And then sweet plays are as work. You know, they had a fellow named of a Russell, Ricochet Russell, who was bouncing off all our tacklers. Man, I knew that that was going to happen. And they had, whenever we keyed on Ricochet Russell running around them ends, what they'd done was they handed the ball off to their fullback, Treadway, Tank Treadway. He just kind of bulldozed his way up the middle. And they, and whenever we kind of got all of our defensive boys collected up in the front on the line and then the linebackers, Oh, Bonds Bennett, man, he'd launch one of them bombs at his, and they'd score a touchdown on a long pass. So you might say it wasn't one of your better defensive efforts of the season. Well, no, I believe I've been saying that the whole program. In fact, what it was was a case where they just had too much firepower for our defense, and especially after thinking about showing all them inspirational movies to our boys, what our defense really needed was John Wayne. Sports fans for the next thrill-packed interview with the head coach of the Fighting Oysters of MX Tech, the coaching legend in his own mind, the one and only Coach Art Turf. Okay. <laughs> um, have you had anybody mention this show to you? Um, a few. Yeah. Yeah. I like old Bombs Bennett there. He talked about throwing them bombs way down that field. <laughs> oh, dear. Uh, to Frank Solich and others, I apologize. Okay. Um, so you picked out a song, right? Yeah, I did. It's, a, it's an option. Okay. Um... Or if it's what I think it is, shouldn't we have played it like 30 days ago? Most likely, yes. But it's kind of a remembrance of that month and the beautiful weather we had, the excitement of schools trying to start up. We had all kinds of fun things to do while the weather was um, much like it is not today. <laughs> no. <laughs> but I, I think the next two or three days are going to be great. Oh, they are, yeah. Hey, let, let me tell you one more thing. Folks, tomorrow, um, <clears throat> Bob Reimer, uh, I had to think for a minute, our, um, our fire chief in the city of Athens, Bob Reimer is going to be in. I also am trying to get, um, oh, shucks, our police chief. Tom Pyle. Thank you. Tom Pyle in sometime next week. And the point of all of this is, as you know, uh, we're not having a Halloween event on Court Street. It's not going to be allowed. And um, that's going to be a challenge for this city. Oh, yes. 
Especially um, for people that usually come in from out of town. So besides just normal information yeah. ab- about, um, you know, Fire Safety Month and all those sort of things, uh, we're also going to talk about the challenge they're facing. Oh, yeah. The police and fire departments here. Um, come that Saturday night to... Let's see. Is, uh, let me. Where's my calendar? That is uh, the thirtieth of October. Thirty-first, isn't it? Well, yeah. Sunday's the thirty-first. No, Saturday's the thirty-first. I'm Sunday looking starts, right here. Yeah, Sunday starts the first day of the week. There, the twenty-fifth. Thank you. <laughs> so we're That's actually right. talking about the thirty-first. Yeah. Halloween itself yes. is the night we're talking about. Yes. And uh, also, uh, let's try to get together um, a list of the trick-or-treat times by communities here sometime, uh, and we'll share that with you on yeah, Friday. They are slowly coming in. We just got Chansey's uh, a couple days ago. But anyway, I started to say uh, some people that normally come in from out of town that may not know that Halloween is not happening this year, you know, they may drive all the way here and think, hmm, Nothing okay. going on. I, I apologize to this caller. I yes. grabbed their phone line um, really probably two or three minutes ago. Good morning. Tickety-poo. Tickety-poo, indeed. <laughs> you know I'm just laid back. I ain't. I don't get upset with you guys. Well, There's no reason to. You know, you sound a little bit <clears throat> like Coach Artur. Yeah. Well, I'm from West Virginia, so I guess so. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I was thinking. <laughs> I was thinking about that uh, game, Clemson against Georgia Tech. Yeah. Oh, jeez! And that's what came into my mind: the oysters. <laughs> <laughs> well, that was a blowout, wasn't it? Gee whiz! Okay. <laughs> what, the seventy-three to seven, wasn't it? Something like that. Wow. Yep. It was hey. like the oysters scored their first touchdown of the year. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey. uh... Is the Jamless going to be at Tremble? I think so. Yes. And they've been oh, taking my. it to, to the last few games quite a bit. Yeah. Yeah. Nelsonville, York is away. They are at Fairland. Yeah, that's – that's and when that the team, when they did in the playoff once before, it knocked them out. Um, Might have been. The Fairland – what, the lines, aren't they? Fairland lines? I'm not sure what they I, are. I can't help here. They're not the oysters. That's we do know that. No. <laughs> yeah, they're kind of around the Parkerville area. Okay. Yes, that's right. Yeah, on Route Seven. Yep. All right. Well, Anything else? I just wanted to throw a little humor in there. <laughs> I'm glad you did. You're always welcome. You're always good for some humor there. <laughs> okay. Y'all have a great day, Dave. You bet. Thank, Thank you, Thank you, Don. <laughs> we have a, a good work. we got a three and a half minute song to fit in two and a half, and uh, we're gonna do it or try anyway. A little upbeat music here. About thirty days late too. Right on time. Given its title.
wish we had time to finish it. We'll see you tomorrow. Year of service to Southeast Ohio. AM 970 and 97.1 FM. This is CBS News on the Hour, sponsored by Rocket Mortgage. I'm Deborah Rodriguez. Multiple reports say the Justice Department will file suit today against one of the country's biggest tech companies. Correspondent Jim Krusula. The Justice Department's lawsuit against Google says the company has been breaking the law and using its market power to fend off rivals when it comes to online search engines. That's long been alleged by lawmakers and consumer advocates. Google controls about 90% of global web searches. 11 states have joined the federal lawsuit. Google is expected to fiercely oppose any attempt to break up the company. It would be the government's most significant act to protect competition since a suit against Microsoft more than two decades ago. President Trump is speaking out against Joe Biden ahead of Mr. Trump's trip to the battleground state of Pennsylvania today. Correspondent Stephen Portnoy. Two weeks before the election, the president tells Fox News he wants the attorney general to appoint a special counsel to investigate his opponent. He's got to act. And he's got to act fast. He's got to appoint somebody. The president also called for the jailing of the House Intelligence Committee Chair Adam Schiff. He ought to be put away or he ought to be, you know, something should happen with him. Mr. Trump says he will participate in tomorrow night's debate, despite organizers' intent to cut the microphone when a candidate's allotted time runs out. There's nothing fair about this debate, but that's okay. A statement from the Biden campaign accuses the president of being more concerned with the rules of the debate than in getting a nation in crisis the help it needs. Hospitals in Wisconsin are filling up as coronavirus cases surge across the country. Dr. Alexandra Wick at University Hospital in Madison. I didn't have any COVID patients a couple of weeks ago. Now my whole service is COVID patients. She says patients being admitted now have more symptoms.